0: <laughs> Scott's like I asked yesterday if we were doing it today, and I said yes tomorrow.
1: She asked yesterday.
0: No, I know, but it just yesterday, today, tomorrow. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, well, we're yep. all tomorrow is not today. Yeah. I cleaned up our various extra conversations in the notes channel because.
1: Oh, good. I was just looking at that going, mm-hmm. and I was trying to get back to. I guess this is where we want to be. So, to let you know, um, Scott did the intro for us, Mooney, and it's wonderful. Yay. Thank you, Scott. Oh, thank you. I, I really liked the singing you added to the end of that. That was perfect.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I listened to our various verses we did the first time, and none of them really fit, so I figured I'd do another one. hmm
1: Yeah, I was half tempted just to stick that back at the beginning and call it good, but... I uh I had found some I love the mom you can't say that to the dark Lord clip so I was like oh, I gotta put a couple of these clips in here and it's it's not too long I thought it worked out pretty well there's there was one more that I really wanted but the it crashed on me and I couldn't get it to come up and I was just oh, so frustrated I just left it out but if we have any more good ones I'll pull them and start pulling them and we can upgrade it or whatever at a different time.
2: I mean, we've already got a few of them in there from last season anyway, so. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, there were a couple. Because at that point, because I only had, when I went looking for the clips because usually I have a whole list of clips that I can choose from. When I went looking, the only clip I had was Melinda saying, Mom, oh. you can't say that to the Dark Lord, and that was the only thing I had. So I had to just frantically pull things from the first three things I've edited.
0: Uh-huh. I might at some point need to grab my charger and do an awkward shuffle if my charger cord doesn't reach the top of my desk, so we might get some ink okay. in-, in about two hours.
1: So you're going to uh, stand on the coffee table with one leg in the air holding your cell phone up to get reception like she did once?
0: Well, the reception is fine. I just might run out of juice. And oh, all right. I'm not sure if my cord is going to reach my my power strip mm-hmm. that's a little further away. So, it might get interesting. Hello. Hi. Hi.
3: Hi. Sorry. That's
2: okay. No worries. We haven't been going for long. We didn't start the thing um, yet or anything.
3: Okay,
0: good, because I didn't... Yeah, but sorry. <laughs> so now I'm the one You're with forgiven. blisters. What? I'm the one with blisters now. Just Oh, what'd you do? I don't know. It like it looked like a mosquito bite, and I was like, oh, great, it's on my toe. How the hell did I get bitten by a mosquito? I haven't, like, gone outside in bare feet or anything. Now I have a blister on the side of my toe, and it's nice and round and kind of squishy, and I want to poke it, but I'm afraid that if thing. I poke it. Should Truth I? be told, poke it. Okay, yep. <laughs> I might. Yeah, been make like sure it's a clean needle. Yeah, make sure well, it's a clean Obviously, needles. I'm not gonna go and like.
1: If you were close, I'd I'd offer you the scalpel I have. That'd take care of it really well. But mm. a I just take a,
3: away. I just I just I just take a, a sewing needle or or anything like you ha- have a pin or safety pin or something like that. Yeah, rubbing, uh, rubbing that. an alcohol and. Pop it and go. And just go and squeeze it and get all the juice out,
1: and just mm-hmm. keep it dry. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what it.
3: Heals don't better. tear. Don't tear the the skin off. Leave the skin there until it dries out and comes off on its own. Though.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Duly knows how to do this?
3: <laughs> yeah, I've had enough and black toenails and everything oh, else God. in between. Everything else in between. Yeah, and I'm in the middle of packing. My whole house now.
1: That's right. <laughs> are you? So would you, are like you moving to sh- already? Would you like to share your news with the listeners?
3: I bought a house. Yay! Good for you. Wow! Yeah, my on my very very own. Um, it's been over. Ten, ten, oh yeah, it's uh, it over ten years. So I've been renting for ten years, and I I bit the bullet, and I'm like, you know what? I I'm sick of renting, so I. Went and bought a house and oh my god, am I scared out of my freaking mind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You'll be fine.
3: <laughs> so I'm so I'm going through the house going, Do I really need this? Mm-hmm. Can I just throw this away? I'm like, I haven't used this in how many years? And why do I why am I moving it?
1: Yep. That's yep. the way to do it when you're moving.
3: Just so slowly but surely I I'm I doing it. Um, the closings on in about two weeks. So, Ulrich went to camp. He's at camp for six, <laughs> he's at the camp for another six weeks. So, I am. So you doing the, this all
1: on your own. That's terrible. He,
3: oh. Well, he packed up his room. So, well, that's good. So he at le- he did that. Truth be told, most likely he'll be in. He probably would have been in the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's probably true. When I so, was a kid, my folks moved when because my parents were split. So I would spend summers with my mom in Oregon, yeah. mm-hmm. and my my dad and stepmom moved us from one house to another while I was in Oregon, and then I came home to a brand new house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what. Room. and it was kind of cool.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's like, I have even. Um, it was one of the ha- house I, I saw it online. I'm like, oh, I really like this, and. And my, I called my agent. I'm like, I really want to see this house, and she's like, Oh, it's going to be, it's going to um have an open house on Sunday. You can go and see it. She's like, I can't go, but you can go. So I took, I took my girlfriend, and I'm like, I'm look, you know, you you look at the pictures online and stuff like that. And you're like, It's not that good as you see it online. And I'm yeah. like, Yeah, I'm like, Yeah, this is not that good. I'm like, Whatever. So we pull in tons I mean tons of people were there and yeah. I'm like I take my girlfriend I'm like oh my gosh she's like holy crap and we go in there and she's like oh my god this is beautiful I'm like I know and I'm like the price is right I thought there's something wrong with this house <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're going in and we get, into, we get into one of the bedrooms and I'm like I'm texting my agent I'm like I'm going to buy this house and she goes. What, what if you don't, the bedroom? no, it wasn't yeah, even was about the bedroom. she was just hiding. Yeah, I was pretty she much hiding. Could text. Oh. Um. No, it was just. It was just beautiful. And I'm like, we went through the basement. And we went through the first floor. Then we went upstairs. into the bedroom, and I was like, I can't find anything really wrong with this house. Like, what's wrong? She's. And my girlfriend's like, I don't see anything wrong either. I'm like, oh my god, there's something wrong. And she's like, no. I'm like, fine. And I go. I want this house, and my agent's like, "Okay, let me go see." it. She goes, "I'm out in another open house right now. I'll go in and I'll go see it tonight after this." And she goes, "I'll contact them." And she went through. She went through it, and she just texted me. She goes, "Oh my god, this house is beautiful.
1: <laughs> That's so cool. I'm so happy for That's, you." Oh, yeah,
3: and there were eight bids. I mean, sorry, twelve bids on this house. Wow. In my daughter, and I was not the highest bidder. Of the house.
1: That's, that's interesting. So they must just have liked you, or something.
3: Yeah. Um, what I did, my agent told me, she's like, write a letter, tell them about yourself. I'm like, Smart. all right. I'm like, all right. And she goes, and put a really cute picture of you and all work together. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yep. I did it. Smart. And, and it's sadly to say, and this is the first time, and uh, I can honestly say, without God striking me down. It's the first time I pulled the single mother card. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so
1: you you deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. And,
3: and, and that's, and I did.
1: You're going to have a yard and all that stuff, but you had a yard where you were, right? Were you in a house or were you in an apartment?
3: I'm in, I'm in right now. I'm, I'm in a house right now. That's what I thought.
0: Did you check with your current house people about plumbing and all that? Um, I
3: got everything inspected at the house, so okay. everything every yeah, I went through all the inspection.
0: I've been in that boat and still found a lot of issues because our inspectors were absolute morons.
3: Well, so I it, it, well, it was not a lot of fun. Well, one thing is, I don't know if you guys know my background. I'm I'm a drafter. Uh, I work right. for engineers and I work for architects and stuff like that. Now I make mausoleums. Uh-huh. So I make buildings for dead people
0: now. <laughs> That works. <laughs> that that just named our episode. Yep. <laughs> I, I so. make.
3: <laughs> I don't see dead people, but I make buildings for them.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. You, I well, make I the places know. where they live.
3: Yeah
2: we don't live. <laughs> the case may be.
3: It's. Where, I, I mean, I could tell you some stuff where I didn't think I would. I never wanted to know about what goes on in in a in a mausoleum, and I do now. And I so appreciate what what goes into a mausoleum now, and everybody else in the world should appreciate it too. So
2: okay. Well, what goes into a mausoleum then?
3: well there are there are pipes and stuff like that because apparently even though what? you are there's pipes that need to go into the mausoleum so uh, when people to release the gases To release the gases and there's fluid, oh, yeah there's fluid what? and stuff like that, and oh, it goes to the ground and i was, I was just like, "Oh my God, this is disgusting and I <laughs> And there's vents, and I mean, yeah, I don't know how many vents you have to put but in. But you don't all.
0: have to do that if they're like in the ground, right? Well, well the ground, when you in the ground they
1: just decompose in the ground. But in a mausoleum, yeah. you the, you don't that because it has to be able to get out. Out.
3: Yeah, it still goes into it still goes into the ground, like it does when you go into the ground. But it's just you're in a cement, um, and the mausoleum it looks like a honey um, a honeycomb hive. <laughs> and Why does people it have are...
0: to go anywhere if you're in the cement? Well, it, it smells. Yeah. Oh, I suppose.
1: And, and yeah. a lot of people like to visit mausoleums. And most mausoleums, I assume, would be for a whole family.
3: Well, or the, the, like there are individual mausoleums. But the mausoleums that I make are for, like, hundreds of people. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, I mean it's that big. Like I'm making one right now that has a chapel inside, and um, it it fits 600 people.
0: Wow! Who the hell has 600 people in their family they need to bury? No, no, it's no, it's, it's, it's
3: it's a public. It's public. I mean, oh, you can oh, buy oh, you oh. can buy like two. You can buy two like two crypts, or you can buy one crypt that can fit two people in it oh. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, cat, don't go outside. You gotta come back in here.
1: <laughs> my brother just designs airports.
3: Uh, I've worked on airports. Cool.
1: Yeah, the the Portland airport is being remodeled and it's gonna be a crazy, crazy thing.
3: And I found out that I got the house on our sixteenth birthday.
1: Well Aww. that's neat.
3: Yeah, so yeah, that was neat. And I saw my ex husband too, and I told him to go to hell. <laughs> So. Uh, your was that also on old yes. <laughs> My ex-husband h- has passed on.
1: I was going to say your ex-husband's passed away, so
3: Yes. Okay. Uh, he's in a nice little silver box. Um we uh, were over okay. at his grandparents' ex- grandparents' house when I got the call. And so it was my little way when I looked at the silver box I'm like, "Excuse mm-hmm. me." I'm like, I didn't say it, but I thought it and I said, Fuck you, Andy. Look what I did without you, you motherfucker. (laughs) I go, and you thought I couldn't make it without yeah. So on you. There you go. But I didn't I didn't do it in front of them, so I was good, but I thought it.
1: And it was outlaws.
3: And it was fun. Hey.
1: (laughs) I bet it was.
3: Uh, and they gave me was. like four bottles of wine, and I took it all. I'm like, I don't care. You're giving me wine? I'll take it. <laughs> you want me to celebrate? That's fine. I mean, I gotta say, they're they have they have really really good taste in wine, and it's not cheap stuff. So I took it. Good for you. <laughs> but no, so and no, and the. Other sellers have been absolutely wonderful. There's like a couple little things that needed to get fixed, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll fix it." Like, oh my goodness! I'm like, I'm like, I love these people. I'm like these. I'm like when I see them when I close, I'm going to get them hugs and kisses because they. I mean, they could. I mean, I've heard I've heard nightmares about people selling houses, selling houses and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And luckily enough, I mean, when when my inspector went through this, I mean, I went with him and I'm like, what about this? What about this? What about this? What the And He's like, y- you do this kind of stuff for a living. And I'm like, yeah, sort of. <laughs> 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 and of I'm like, of. yeah. And so I asked like questions. I'm like, what's going on there? What's doing this? And I mean, I think he kind of enjoyed that. I was asking these kind of questions. Mm-hmm. And, and at the end. I go, is this really too good to be true? He goes, this is one of the nicest, most <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. Yes. It's mine.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Yeah.
3: yeah. And I mean, it's like in great, it's in great condition. It's only a two bedroom house, but that's, that's all I need.
1: Well, we've been rambling for 50 minutes. We should. Okay, start I'm sorry. No, no, what? it's fine. We enjoyed your ramblings. And, and uh, this is going to be a, a weird podcast, but that's all right.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, why is it going to be a weird podcast?
1: Well, it's just a weird subject matter, but it's...
3: Yeah, gonna... I, I got to say, I couldn't get through all of it, and I kind of feel
0: kind of stupid with this. This I fic did too. me too. I feel... remember... Well, we can talk about this when we start recording, but I, right. I will...
1: I think okay. we're already recording, okay. but I'll start oh. the podcast, and then okay, we'll... start. I okay. like, Mooney, you would like to start since it's your pick.
0: <laughs> you
3: can
1: start. Sorry, Mooney. <laughs> For Friday, October 5th, this is episode 274 of Potterfic Weekly. Welcome to the place where the story never ends. Welcome to season nine of Potterfic Weekly. With... <laughs> <laughs> we are going to start quickly and try to stay on topic...
3: Well, it's because they will not let me have an explosive repair with Snape, and it pisses me
1: off.
2: Sex and snore gags. We
1: can't rock it like we used to.
2: <laughs> Most of us are going to bring a hit. I swear, yeah. I read them for the stories.
0: <laughs> Wait, so they've turned Snape into the chef from The Little Mermaid? You just
1: can't say that to the Dark Lord. <laughs> but I digress.
2: Us digress, never.
1: <laughs> no! Never, never, Chickens with Sue Hour. My mom went to Hawaii and all she brought me was a stupid chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm just. It's called. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just a snort. We are.
3: Good night, guys. I'm already fall asleep. I think I did at one point.
2: Mr. Potter, what are you doing at the Wisinger yeah. Mart?
3: Holy shit, did I fall asleep through the whole
0: fucking thing almost. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that is going in an oh. intro too,
2: please. Where the hosts are all our friends Somehow the tangents seem to blend Come on a journey round the bend Part of it Weekly. Where the story never ends. Welcome to Potterfic
1: Weekly, the flagship of the podcasts that are Potterfic Weekly. I'm Sue.
2: I'm Scott. I'm Tricia.
1: Nice. And today we are doing a interesting bunch of chapters a fic that's called Harry Potter as Written by by Technomad. Did I do a good job on that one?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think
1: Yay, so. Yay, me! <laughs> and basically, it's Harry Potter is Written by various authors like George Orwell, Anthony Burg- Burgess, uh, mm-hmm. Sir John Mortimer, and more. Uh, we're going to do the first ten chapters. They're all real short uh, tonight, and just sort of go through this. So this mm-hmm. is Mooney's pick, and she's going to... Tell
0: us about it. Oh, good God. I was not ready for this. Um, To be fair, I don't remember when I first read this. It was apparently so long ago that FF.net doesn't give you dates. And I enjoyed it very much at the time. And rereading it now, I'm sitting here going, why? (laughs) Because (laughs) part of it's that, you know, like most of you, I assume, I haven't read a lot of the stories that it's parodying. Oh my god! Thank you, because I felt so stupid. I have no idea what's going on. Well, some Mm -hmm. of them, you know, I was deliberately reading them without the top line, so I could kind of maybe guess at which it was. And some of them were obvious, you know. Yeah. Chapter. All the ones I I
2: actually knew really clever. Yeah, yeah, like the rest of them, I spent a lot of time going to Wikipedia and looking up. Okay, who is this author? What is this from? And then eventually, you sort of get, oh, okay, that's what that's about.
0: Right. Mm And so it just uh, this sort of, it was a lot better the first time. <laughs> <And> then,
3: <laughs> I'm also discovering. Were you, reading, were you reading a lot of classics back then
0: or something like that? I was going through a phase, I think.
3: Okay. Where
2: because- I was
0: reading classics because I did 1984, Animal Farm. Um, what's the other one? Brave New World. You know, I was just going through that. And then they also updated a lot more recently. There were fewer chapters when I read it. Um, oh, well, interesting. I got, I got through some of them. And, you know,
3: I realized my repertoire in books is not very extensive now after yeah. reading this. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, my God.
2: Well, not I'm all like, of these are based on books either. Like, no. Um, the Weekly the World is, is a periodical. The mm. Anthony Burgess one is... Is based on a book, but most people know it from the movie Clockwork Orange,
0: Um, which I haven't seen seen yet either.
3: No, me
2: me neither, but I looked him up and that's what they're going after.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: A couple of them are songs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Beach Boys and Ray Stevens would be songs, Gilbert and Sullivan.
3: All right, I didn't even get that far when we got to the songs. I was getting through the books, and I was like, I feel so stupid because I didn't read no, any worry, of these books.
1: I sent them a message, Trisha, and went, okay, guys, you're going to carry me on this one because I don't have a clue.
2: But I went through and found what all of these things are referencing, so we'll have oh a God, whole bunch stop. of Wikipedia oh. links and stuff for you in oh, the show notes. God.
3: Because truth be told, because I just started reading, I just started reading it, and I'm just just, and I didn't realize what it was doing, because I was just like, I don't, sometimes I don't read those intro things, because it's always, this is Harry, this is the, you know, the the disclaimer, this is Harry Potter, this is I'm just playing in the universe, and stuff like that. I didn't read any of it, just went straight to the chapter, and I was like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) And I read it twice, and I'm like, why am I so lost? And then I went to the next chapter thinking it's going to be. They don't tie me. together
2: at all. Yeah, and I'm,
3: and, and oh. I, thought, I thought he had a different story. And I'm like, can I hit next? I'm like, oh, crap. And I'm like, and I went back up. And I'm like, it says, yeah, it's written by. And I'm like, why is the characters completely different now? <laughs> yeah,
2: I think it's a really
1: neat. Oh, I'm it's interesting. Just... I do, yeah, too. Oh,
0: I love the
3: premise. It's oh, just yeah.
1: that none of us
2: this whole apparently- story is a series of 20 different one-shots in wildly different universes and based on different things. And they've done a pretty good job of putting together, like, following the styles of these various things. But some of those styles are really hard to reach. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
3: yeah. exactly. I mean, after it took me the third chapter to realize what was going on. Yeah.
1: And it's, it, I mean, it's, yeah.
2: yeah. That was the one where I started really looking stuff up because I needed a glossary of the Anthony Burgess terms. It's like, where is this? What are these words? I don't understand, but it's a thing that he did for Clockwork Orange. He made up this slang that the kids were using in the book. And, and I guess the movie based around like Russian words and things. Mm. Oh Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Because I was, uh, yeah, I was like, I'm like, could have been a contender i was like we're i was like i have no idea what i was reading there, Bruce, <laughs> what
0: that reference was
3: you might you could have been a contender
0: no completely different no the latest iteration of gilmore girls they the revival that was one of the lines that i couldn't figure out what in the heck the character was talking about oh what could mm-hmm. you could have been oh that was that that no that's godfather <laughs> okay The Vengeance Thunder, which I'd never seen a Godfather movie before. I've either dad's been dad made me a a watch movies to watch list, and that's been on there for.
2: Mm -hmm. My best friend in high school said they were the best movies ever, and I needed to watch them, and I still haven't.
3: I know, you know what? I've been wanting to, but I just, yeah, I know, I haven't. Arg's on a Mash kick right now, and so we've just been Uh, watching. We've just been watching Mash, and now he just got through Cheers. And now he's going through Fraser. I don't know where oh my, my kid came. I don't know where my kid came from. Honestly, I didn't push him to like these things. He did it all on his own. And he—I mean, he's—he he, like he comes in the house. He's like, "Hello, everybody."
1: I'm like, "I'm not calling you, Norm." <laughs> well, this is cool. When he gets through Fraser, then you guys can come and visit. Oh, I didn't even
3: think about that.
1: And then we'll go up to Seattle.
3: Oh, don't encourage him. <laughs> 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 he won't read freaking Harry Potter. So what? He, I, it's his rebelling against
1: me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, someday he will.
3: No, he won't. Uh, but probably. he will. He'll read. He'll read Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn. I understand. The kid tries to be insane.
1: It's funny. Uh, Mooney and I were talking before we started that we both started reading the book that Cassie recommended last week. Uh, the author of Ending in Thanks, Trisha. Oh, okay. We did the author interview last week, and she recommended a young adult book called Simon versus the Homo Sapien Agenda. Huh. And it's uh, it's full of Harry Potter references. Oh. I I found some of them. And it's, uh,
3: it's like I'm all very excited. Is it like our favorite, like our other favorite author that has Harry Potter references?
1: Not as much. And this is this is about a young man at school who's gay and he's trying to come out. Um, it's coming he, coming he's out for Harry a, Potter. Okay. Yeah, he's got a pin pal kind of a thing, and they're both gay. But they oh, don't know I each think other that's. Is. Um, isn't there a movie supposed to be coming out? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Yeah. But anyhow, he dresses up. I'm going to spoil you, Mooney. He dresses up as a Dementor for Halloween and nobody knows I got that class. <laughs> oh, dear. They're I like, got that what are you. And he's like, a Dementor. They're like, what is that? <laughs> uh, I was enjoying it. I had it to put funny. the
0: book down. I was like, I can't handle this if they don't know what a Dementor is.
1: It was funny.
2: Did somebody so, think he was a Nazgul?
1: He, I don't. They just pretty much just said, what, what are you? What are you? Kinds of things. So.
2: Mm. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I, to, as far as this story right. goes, the first chapter is uh, one. One of the other things that makes it a little bit harder to figure out, or at least required some googling for me, is that everything is listed by author rather than by the works that he's mm-hmm. redoing. The, yeah,
0: the I think titles are of, on the on the front page. I mean, the the top of the page, aren't they? Oh no, no, no they are not all. Okay, no.
2: Uh, yeah. He's, this particular one, because he's doing George Orwell, and he's pari- He's parodying 1984, but right. this this chapter is 1994. Yeah. Because it's the it's the Orwellian version of the mm-hmm. Wizarding World, where mm-hmm. Voldemort has taken over, and he has a portrait in every house, and you have to make sure not to do anything that you might uh, that might get you killed while the portrait of Voldemort is looking. And- yes. What surprised
0: then. me about this is the Muggle that muggles still existed. I would have thought they would have been all gone or something. Like, they would have, I don't know. Well,
1: they can't wipe out everybody because then That's there true. won't be anybody left.
0: And there That's will be true. no
3: one to take over. Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, I, I like the idea of Lord Voldemort is watching you. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you never know if there's actually somebody watching through those eyes or no. Could you imagine being the person that's like having to watch, you know, just sitting there randomly. It's the it's the security guard that's sitting in there with the gazillion cameras and he's just, you know, he's probably seeing into your house 1 second yeah. out of every 1000 hours or something like that, but it could be that one second that he catches you yeah. doing something you're not supposed to.
3: That that'd be yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Because, I, I mean, I do something bad. Um, who's the one that got caught when I did something bad? So I could never do anything bad because I get caught.
1: Always. So he's in a place that used to be called Little Winnings, which I think is supposed <laughs> to be a Little whinging, but Yes,
2: uh, but it's not remembered properly. I'm no, he doesn't
1: yet. remember it right. And he can see London from where he is or the great ministries and the skyline. That and... must be god-awful tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And they've got the three from 1984, the Ministry of Peace, Plenty, and Truth, and then also mm-hmm. the Ministry of Magic. And then <laughs> they're all, they've got the, the Newspeak thing, you know, double plus mm-hmm. good, and et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so they're mini packs, mini Plenty, mini Truth, and mini Madge. <laughs> but, uh, and all the people are comrades because, you know, Orwell mm-hmm. was yeah. deathly afraid of communists. Uh, right. hmm
1: uh-huh.
3: Well, that was back in. I mean, when he wrote this, it was that was the big, the big red, I mean, the wall and, and I mean,
1: yeah,
2: it made it was sense. It's back
3: in that time. It's you back in can that absolutely tom-
2: see where he's coming from, but yeah. but uh, and he, it's sort, it's putting Harry kind of in the position of um, Winston or Wilson or whoever the the protagonist was. I think of it Larry was Winston, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so Which he's he's sneaking through and finding little things that he can do that are unobserved and he's gone down to a muggle shop that's which is you know frowned upon for wizards but okay like not actually uh, completely forbidden and he's found this old diary hold
0: on before we get to that you skipped the paragraph about oh we're at the end of, where does that sentence start um god this is a very long sentence hold on oh here we go um, beside her, Comrade Dudley, an obese monstrosity wearing his uniform of Voldemort youth, was howling for food, and she scooped out a boiled doormat for him to eat.
1: <laughs> Yummy! Yeah, uh.
2: yeah they, they have boiled doormats and victory butterbeer, which is terrible. Uh, yeah,
1: Chinese re- rice spirits. <laughs> yeah,
2: and so he starts out writing the date, June 29th, 1992, and then he... Doesn't actually remember if it is even 1992 or not.
0: Mm -hmm. Certainly it's not.
2: Don't ask questions. Uh, And then he's just been absently thinking and his pen has been writing down with Lord Voldemort over and over. Right. And that's funny enough, but then it gets absorbed and you realize this is Tom Riddle's diary that he's just written that in. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy.
0: Hello,
1: my name is Tom Riddle. What's your name?
0: This is this is an ingenious use of Riddle's
1: diary. It mm-hmm. is actually uh, really, really good. Yeah, and
2: I could actually see that going a few different ways. He'd either be, you know, ecstatic that he's managed to take over and create his new order, or he'd hear, you know, what Harry has to say about things and think it's terrible, and his other self has done a horrible job and have to mm-hmm. help it take him down. <laughs> But that
0: would be, be really kind of funny. Fun. Somebody, please write a fic. <laughs> okay.
2: But that's the end of the the George Orwell chapter, and then we we shift to the Weekly World News, which I knew nothing about other than that it is a tabloid, <laughs> and what they've done here is set up a you know fairly straightforward uh, exchange student fic, but they're using the. Many times reused characters from the Weekly World News, and I guess they had a whole series of articles on some sort of cryptid named Batboy. Uh, so Batboy has received a Hogwarts letter, yes. and then they, they also have a correspondent who uh, would just constantly—it's kind of kind of like the. The tabloid version of Stephen Colbert. It sounds like like he was overly obviously conservative and hugely angry at all these terrible things the liberals were doing. Um, okay,
3: this is what okay this is what I kind of pictured it as like um I don't know like like you said it's the Weekly World News I don't know why it was like a Dick Tracy huh I pictured, I pictured like kind of like almost not like a comic strip but like an old Batman comic strip when it goes
0: ping pow poo.
3: yeah out. i don't know why that's what i pictured it <laughs> it's because it's like weekly world news and you hear that
0: oh yeah yeah
2: yeah <laughs> no. it's like okay. the the 40s uh Yes. Thing. yes like News a, on parade.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I kind of pictured. Like, uh, yeah, the, mm-hmm. exactly,
1: Scott. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that we've thrown uh, Umbridge in here because she's all having a fit because bad boys coming in. and and Hogwarts is a school for humans, human wizards and witches, uh, not these not other so species, half giants, werewolves, and. Merlin knows
2: what else. Bat Boy. Yes, he's Is that the same as
1: the musical?
2: It's there is a Bat Boy the musical. Is
1: it's, that what
0: this is, or is it a different character?
2: It it's based off of this character. Yeah.
0: Okay, I thought it's, so. Bat Boy's a musical. Yes, they've made a musical.
2: Okay. Oh it was God. a rock musical. I haven't seen it. It has been for a while. World premiere in '97, off Broadway in 2001 apparently
3: okay. that uh, wow. had no idea.
2: Yeah. I didn't either until I looked at this article, but yeah, uh, he is apparently a half man, half bat mm-hmm. of some sort. And mm. yeah. there's a whole, um, family tree, a bat, of, uh, <laughs> putting him back to, um, some boys. So his actual name is bat boy. Uh, and like his, I was guessing drapes, initially um, like
0: descent from Dracula or something, but
2: yeah.
1: I I love that Madame Hooch is very excited because she hears that he's a good flyer. Can't wait to see how he does on a on a broom. Yeah, he probably wouldn't do very well on a broom.
2: And Rufus Scrimcher just wants to know if he's rich and if they can get him to endorse the ministry.
1: Of course. <laughs> yeah
2: and the columnist ed anger has been offered the muggle studies position at hogwarts
1: mm-hmm.
2: and the thing i learned about um while looking him up was that as i said he was you know sort of the the conservative mouthpiece or s- supposed to like be uh, parodying that in their things and he'd always start his letters with you know i am matter than a something sort of mm-hmm. I'm madder than a monkey with a rotten banana or, you know, <laughs> et cetera. And so in this one, he is, um, I don't know, I've lost the page here. He's happier than something to manage to get to be Mo- 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 the be Mo- local studies Mo. professor.
1: Oh, I'm happier than a lamprey free with a face full of trout.
2: There you go. I
3: yeah. have no idea what the hell that is.
2: It's a kind of eel, I think.
3: Yeah. yeah. A lamb
1: free's an eel. an eel, uh, of course... Uh, most eels that I would know about, I think, are more saltwater. Are there freshwater eels? Because you wouldn't expect them to imagine. be able to have trout.
2: Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, as it's, um, it says, uh, Google says I, yes. I'm, not, I'm not sure you can expect from this whole thing the strict fidelity to fact and only fact <laughs> that uh, readers expect.
0: Uh. No. Apparently, they are actually called freshwater eels.
1: Of course they ah, are.
2: There you go. So
0: what, what, wasn't
3: there eels in the Princess Bride?
1: Wasn't there eels in the where?
3: In the Princess Bride. You know Princess yes, Bride. Oh, yes, yeah, the Screaming Eels. Oh, the yeah, The, Shrieking the Shrieking eels. eels, that's what
0: it yeah. was. Yeah. Apparently, they are also called American Eels. I'm now a little confused.
1: Huh. Don't know.
2: You can learn all sorts of things by looking stuff up from this story. <laughs>
0: This is, this, this, I
3: gotta I got say, this story has been the most educational one that we've had in a really long time. We've looked
0: That's a lot of things up. Very, fun. Yeah. Now true. we can cut in that fun educational as well from
1: Bob. Yeah. Yeah, there you go.
2: Thank you, you,
1: Bob. <laughs> and, and now we're moving on to Harry Potter as written by Anthony Burgess. Yep.
2: Yeah. Who wrote Clockwork Orange, apparently in a weekend as a way to make money and is kind of sad that it's become his most famous thing now.
1: <laughs> How did people do that? Talent.
2: And also the the movie version leaves off the ending from the book and right. so kind of misses the point in his opinion. But, oh. uh, never well.
0: read the book and never re- watched the movie. I haven't gotten around it. It's been on my list for a decade.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Me neither. I didn't realize there was a book until I was researching this, so... <laughs> <laughs> Learning more things, <laughs> but there is apparently a, a fictional slang in this book called nadsat um which is the basically the Russian word for um teen okay
1: and mm. a lot of
2: the they're either um sort of cockney rhyming slang things or like um apology is appy polylogy uh, <laughs> or they're
1: Sounds like versions of life.
2: Russian words.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, um, uh, and I, I found uh, a glossary that has all the various things that are in this story.
3: Holy crap, Scott! You did a lot. Of- <laughs> yeah. Scott
1: did well, his homework. This is, no is this is
2: the one that because, started because me looking stuff up because, like, I I could not understand what was happening.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I kind of went through it and went, I have no idea what's going on.
3: Yeah, I, me too. And I said, I give
2: up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Harry is in the common room with his three friends, uh, mm-hmm. Ron, Neville, and Hermione. Uh, Hermione being a very clever girl with a really sharp wand, ah. a swift wand. Um, and he wants to go to the Three Broomsticks, which is a tiny village, and drink lots of butterbeer. Of course
3: um, he does. Everybody wants to drink lots of
1: butterbeer. Yeah.
0: Not my thing. Y'all can have mine.
1: No, it's good stuff. I tried. I almost cracked one open to bring up here tonight, but I didn't.
0: Where'd you get Maybe it? You I should get a different recipe.
1: I uh, Our local grocery store, well, it's one town over, but still. That's still so local. Used, used to carry it, and I found out that they did, and so I badgered them to start carrying it again. And they've been keeping <laughs> they, it ever since. Had no idea who they were dealing with, did they? No, no. I, I, it was great. I kept going in and talking to them, and they're like, No, no, really, it's here. It, it's coming. I, I've got a case ordered for you. It'll be here next week. And I show up, and they're like, Oh, I didn't come in. And I'm like, All right, you guys are making me mad. It took me like two months to get it. And finally, they sent me a message and said, It's here. And I said, Great, I'm on my way. And I went over there and I said, I'm here for the case of butterbeer. And the guy's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And the guy's not here. And I was just fuming, but I was standing at the end of the counter waiting for this guy to go find my butterbeer. And I could see their soda aisle from where I was standing. And I was like, it's on the shelf. And so I went over and sure enough, they put it out on the shelf. So, and I bought, which was good because I couldn't really afford the whole case. It's expensive. It's almost so six dollars for four do- for four bottles. How much? Six dollars for four bottles. Uh... Sometimes six fifty depends. Plus bottle deposit. So you're you're looking at seven dollars a four pack.
3: Where did you? I mean, who makes it?
1: Oh, um, Reed Reed's company makes it, and it's. Uh, they make the ginger beer. Do you? It's like ginger ale. They make a yeah. really good ginger ale.
3: Hmm. Okay. And
1: so they also make the butter beer. You can order it online. You can get it shipped to you. It's just expensive.
3: I might have to do that.
1: But it's really, really good. It's called the, uh, it's like the Leaky Cauldron. Is it? Is it alcoholic? No.
3: Okay. Well, that's fine. I was going to say because I, I wouldn't mind if it's alcoholic because my, my 21st birthday is coming up again.
1: Is it coming mm-hmm. up again?
3: Yeah. It's,
1: it's called the Flying Cauldron. Okay, Flying Cauldron. You can get it on Wow, you can get it on Amazon for a pack <gasps> of six. Amazon.com, Flying Cauldron Butterscotch Beer, pack of six. Okay. I'm opening it right now just to see. <laughs> that's not butter beer, that's Bertie Bud's every flavor bean. Alright, here we go.
3: <laughs> I so, yeah, that.
1: It's sixteen thirteen. Oh, for a six-pack. Oh,
3: oh, oh. I wonder... Is, is it a Prime? I bet you I could send it to you. Probably. Because I got Amazon Prime, so I get free shipping.
1: Oh, you get free shipping. Yeah,
3: well, it has to be a Prime product, though.
1: Right. It's, yeah, this this is a weird, weird way for it to, to be, and it doesn't want to let me...
3: Well, they're, um, you know, the yingling beer, right? hmm Well during prohibition the other brother I don't know what it is I could be wrong its they're related to the beer but there's a yingling ice cream and they make a butter beer ice cream mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be to die for and I can't get it in Pennsylvania I have to go to freaking Philadelphia to get it <laughs>
1: ah. <laughs> so um, Home Products Investors News contact us there used to be a thing here that you could go and type it in on the Reeds uh, Facebook mm. page. And it, if you typed in your uh, zip code, it would tell you where the nearest one was.
3: All right. Mm.
1: So, but yeah, if you look up Reeds, R-E-E-D-S, it's actually apostrophe S, but whatever. Um, they have it. It's non-alcoholic. I, I have it at work. You can get it in uh, 12 packs or 24 packs from Reed's. And mm-hmm. they have a, a Giggle Potion recipe, which is one ice-cold bottle of butterscotch beer with one scoop of premium vanilla ice cream. And, yeah, that'd be pretty good.
3: I got, I got jewelry right now. I'm looking it up.
1: <laughs> the, uh, I had it when I was at Ryan's. We got it when I was... In fact, we bought it in Salem. Because, you know... I need to go back. (laughs) Why why not?
2: I got it for um, my Secret Santa a few years ago. Got me a bunch of Harry Potter-related things, and there was a bottle of this in it. I cannot actually order it here, because... Well, I could order it from Amazon.com and take whatever the, you know, exchange and stuff is. Mm -hmm. If I try to put it on Amazon.ca, it's not available. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So, yeah.
1: But yeah, this is... I mean, it's expensive. It's really expensive on Amazon. So, but anyhow, where were we? (laughs) We We were
2: talking about Anthony Burgess' Mm -hmm. version of Harry Potter. And um, it's actually interesting when you look at where he got these words and things like um, uh, it describes uh, Hermione as very horror show, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a Russian word horosho show, meaning wonderful.
1: Ah, okay. Uh.
2: Yeah.
1: And what does drug mean?
2: That one, mean I think is just friends.
1: Yeah. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. Friend. They're all kind of like anglified, versions of Russian words, at least the ones that you can't quite make out.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so basically he's saying that to to put it in a different show terms, that his group's gonna rumble with Draco Malfoy's group.
0: <laughs> There's an appropriate clip for that.
2: <laughs> yeah. If I'm if they're I'm not, understanding they're not allowed to, Yeah. They're not really they're trying to decide what to do. Harry just wants to go to Hogsmeade to have some Butterbeer. Ron wants to say, heck to the rules, and go beat up some Death Eaters. Um, Good luck, Ron. Yeah. Hermione wants to aid and assist the tiny house elves. Of course she does. (laughs) And Neville just wants them to help him find Trevor. I
1: know this product! Are you looking up Butterbeer again? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's
2: okay. So Harry decides, all right, we right, we're gonna le- We have to at least leave the common room. Let's go out into the school. We're going to get out of here. Um, and he's actually, uh, well, Technomad, I don't know if it's he or she or they, uh, but uh, have decided, has made up another term to go with them. Like at some points in here, it says uh, it, they use Baba Yaga to uh, reference magic things because that was never made up. Mm-hmm. in uh, Clockwork Orange yeah. so they're, they're heading out into the dark corridors of Hogwarts School where they learned magic things to make the really wonderful wizards and witches from smart people like Dumbledore Snape and Tiny Flitwick uh,
0: now I'm imagining the bit from a very Potter musical <laughs> <just reminds laughs> and then it gets all like Shakespearean English
1: yeah, yeah. But if I if I'm reading the last paragraph right, it looks like they get into quite the duel. Yep.
2: Yeah. The drubbing began. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Harry knocks one in, knocks Draco into the wall. Um, Ron takes out Crab or casts the spell at his teeth that make them grow. Makes them grow. Yeah. Which makes Nibble Neville is a terrible wizard, but he does manage to hit Goyle with a spell, uh, and then. The little firstie that they were, the Slytherins had been making fun of, ran off right away. And, uh, yeah. All righty, then. And that's kind of the end. They don't. Re- there isn't really a story beat to end this one. It just happens. But...
1: And we move to chapter four, which is Harry Potter and the Men of Respect in the style of Mario Puzo.
2: Yeah. A.K.A. Godfather. Mm-hmm.
3: This is the only one I could understand. And I did this is another
0: one I didn't understand.
3: <laughs> and I think this is when I realized I'm like, oh, he's taking John, he's taking her like real famous books or movies and stuff. This is when I, it dawned on me that this is what the author was doing. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So this I'm one not- is the story of Ginny being um, inducted into Harry's mob, basically. Yeah. This thing of ours, and they've they've cast you know most of the other people as people from The Godfather, or basically the the conceit is that um, Harry wasn't raised, the the Dursleys were killed, and so Dumbledore sent him off to America, and he was raised by Vito Corleone.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, who didn't see Harry with his mouth full of cotton? I heard you're a good girl. That you're a good witch. It's <laughs> having a big napkin with a big thing of spaghetti in front of me. I don't know why, but I pictured that. I
0: just had spaghetti yes. for dinner.
2: <laughs> yeah. Spaghetti's pretty good.
1: Yeah. So Ginny had to uh, complete a mission in order to be inducted here. So she's been sent to kill Goyle Sr., and she set it up so Rebastian will take the fall. So there you go. She's, she's good at this game.
0: Apparently. Mm-hmm. To make me proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: they've, they're making a, this whole organization, and they've got the, the rules. You two laws. Nobody, the first one being silence. No one can hear their secrets from any of these people.
0: No, first
2: rule of Fight Club. Don't talk about Fight
0: Club. Yeah, Yeah, they didn't do that one. No one talks about Fight Club.
2: And you can never leave the organization. Once you're in, you just, you're in until you get killed.
1: Until you die. Yeah. I thought they, I was in. I mean, I thought it was out. And they sucked me back in. Uh
2: Uh-huh. Well, I mean,
1: that's exactly like
3: Voldemort. Yeah, true. But Harry's Voldemort.
1: Yeah, kind of
2: and instead of their their next thing that they're going to do um is take care of Draco and hermione has assigned fred to the task and fred instead of leaving a horse's head in his bed decides to leave the <laughs> other half of the horse Yeah.
3: well it fits the horse's ass what the horse's ass yes
1: indeed the horse's ass.
3: that's quite funny truth be told mm-hmm. yeah I would Poor I, wouldn't horse. Want, I wouldn't want the butt near I wouldn't want the butt near me either. Yeah. Since okay. I know what happens to dead people now, can you just imagine what happened to the damn horse? <laughs> mm.
2: I think and that then, usually happens fairly soon after death, though it wouldn't hold on until you discovered it.
1: And then uh, in his uh, underground headquarters, the Dark Lord receives a package and he casts several spells to find out if it's dangerous and it's not. And what he finds is uh, a crumple horn snorkack with <laughs> Walden McNair's robes wrapped around it.
2: So I bet we know what Luna's task was.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the end is kind of fun. It's a message, my lord. It's meant to tell you that Walden McNair now sleeps with the snorkacks, Foldwort sides. Well, he slept with everything else when he was alive. Why should being dead change anything? (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. He's funny. I like Voldemort that's funny every once in a
0: while. There's there's a forbidden... So there's this thing called Forbidden Broadway where they make parodies of things. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to think of the tune. I'm trying to think of what the originals... Anyway, there's this song about how some some of the actors like sleep with everybody, so they're like, you know, listing off all the people they've slept with. It's so funny.
3: Was it Voldemort? Did they sleep with Voldemort too?
0: No, he wasn't in there. Oh, well, was Ray Fiennes in there? I think this was. Bo- I think these were made before the Harry Potter movies came out because some of them are pretty old.
3: Okay, well, I was gonna say, if he, I mean, if he, he's or uh, he or she slept with, um. Ray fine. So she, he, or she slept with Voldemort.
1: That's true. That's true. There you go. As or you guys Evan. are saying that, I'm trying to remember. I'm like, I just saw Voldemort. Why <laughs> did I just see Voldemort? And he and he, he had a bandage across his nose to try to get rid of the nose, kind of a thing. And I'm like, what was I just watching? But I watched Puffs last night.
0: Oh, was, was it Alex Kingston who used to be married to him?
1: I don't know.
2: Who are we wondering about?
0: Uh, Ray Fines.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I've never known who his
3: friends have been. I don't know who his significant others are. But I wonder if there's a device that we could look it up that sits in our palm or hand. out. She still is. Yeah. Oh, no. She through
1: 97. 93 to
2: 97. Yeah. They were yeah. married for a bit. Yeah. We were
1: ahead of you there, Tricia. <laughs> Sorry, <yeah.
3: laughs> My boss does that all the time. We'll, like, get off, we'll get off topic at our meeting. And he goes, I wonder if there is a, a device that, that sits in the palm of our hands and where we can look it up and find the answer. I go, <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: So we move on to the next one. And this is more of a poem. So this totally <laughs> lost me. I'm like Mike. <laughs> the, the the first italics, section,
2: it. the italics part, is written to the tune of the closing credits of Blackadder. It's it's the song for it. So oh, I God, I included the a, YouTube a long link long to that song that in the, our, our notes.
0: Oh God, is that the space one?
2: No, um, it's it's a series that Rowan Atkinson and several other people have done. No, I mean and, the song,
0: but it's not the space song. No, it's not the space song.
2: Okay. No, I don't think so. It's it's Same just their spotting. their theme song.
3: Oh, I uh, know it too. I can almost hear it, but I can't.
2: I don't actually know it because I've never uh, I've never watched any of the Blackadder things. But it's, yeah,
1: I don't know anything about it.
2: But it's like a flash of green across the pond. He does nasty doings for fun. Beware his hue and phoenix wand. Or else you may well end up undone. Something like that.
3: Nice. Okay, Okay, I'm just going to go with it.
2: (laughs) And then we get a scene that they've written in almost script format. Not quite, (laughs) but it's, you know, names and colons and then the lines. And they're trying to come up with a cunning plan.
0: Evil plans <laughs> My lord,
1: I have a cunning plan.
2: Mm-hmm. That's the one. We are making evil plans. Evil
1: with evil We making evil plans. Is this like your cunning plan to make love wearing clothes so the baby won't be born naked? That is oh, so bad
2: oh, dear. Yeah. And they decide they're going to take out Harry Potter by sending a girl after him mm-hmm. and um, use that um, irresistible perfume that Snape came up with.
1: Oh, yes.
2: And Voldemort says, that's a great plan, Wormtail. You mean that, my lord? Of course, I'm proud I thought it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a few hours later. Oh, dear. We've got Bella. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> they tried to send in Millicent B- Balstrode. It did not work.
1: <laughs> no, I wouldn't L- imagine L-C- not. L- oh, dear.
2: <laughs> and then they passed the, um, Voldemort passed the rest of the perfume, or no, Wormtail passed the rest of the perfume on to Mrs. Malfoy, and she wanted to try something. Mm-hmm. And- they think, oh, she's you know trying to spice up her life with Lucius, but no, <laughs> she went after Harry and got him and all of his friends <laughs> oh, and oh. the entire Gryffindor Quidditch team and Luna. Oh, <laughs> which is far too much information for Bellatrix.
3: Oh, I'm sure you did
1: what?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Bong, jicka, wow wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and
1: I, I love that. That Bella is the one that's more—that's you know mortified. Nurses is like, don't knock it if you haven't tried it.
0: I wonder (laughs) what would have happened if I visited the Slytherin
1: dorms. Oh dear. Mm -hmm.
2: And so all of these people—Harry and Ron, Hermione, Luna, Ginny, and the rest of the Gryffindor Quidditch team—file in wearing robes, and Voldemort (laughs) is very pleased. Death Eater
0: robe, Mm -hmm. mind you.
2: Yes. And Harry says, you know, before we join you, I have two words to say, and it's a spell that turns Voldemort into a statue.
1: Yeah. So Narcissa wasn't quite as clever as she thought she was. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I just, I just finished, I'm sorry, it just kind of reminded me. I just finished um, Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I was just thinking, he turned, the, he's like, he turned them all into stone. Sorry, that's what I was. I was expecting. Sorry, I don't know why.
2: <laughs> well, they turn Voldemort into stone, yep. and they turn Bellatrix into a mouse, who is then eaten.
1: Yeah,
3: by Crookshanks. By
2: Hedwig.
1: Yeah, oh, even better. Yeah, she she asks Hermione where Crookshanks is, or or and then says, "Or do you think Hedwig would like a snack?" And Hedwig swoops in immediately.
3: Mm, good, good girl.
1: Mm hmm. And then we have the end of the song. So Tom Riddle is now made of stone, and Harry Potter will rule, and uh, Fudge just like a calendar. At least we know his days are numbered. It's yep. actually quite humorous.
2: Mm-hmm. It's quite well done. Mm-hmm. It, it does help if you listen to the song first, and then you, you know where it's going. But, mm-hmm. So I've included links to that. Good. And then we're on to chapter six, which is Mickey Spillane, who apparently wrote... Um, his most famous uh, sort of noir series is Mike Hammer.
1: Yes, Mike Hammer. I I think I know Mike Hammer.
3: Is that a mm-hmm. detective?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's a hard-boiled okay. detective, kind of like Sam Spade.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Except, this this totally starts as a, a noir. I can't say that. Uh, you know, I stood there, the rain pouring down out of the bleak autumn. That's not yeah. autumn, but whatever. Sky looked down <laughs> Autumnal, at the Yeah. Looked down at the corpse in the gutter.
2: And it, it says in the the description of my camera, whereas the some of the other ones, like Private Eyes, are just sort of um, s- tough, cynical types. Uh, my camera was very much into violence and a genuine rage against violent crime, and so that explains where some of some of where this one goes. Uh, I'm almost hearing the background music from Whose Line's narration game in this, because it's the, you know, film noir mm-hmm. internal mm-hmm. monologue thing. Yeah. But, and in this universe, Harry, it, Ron is head of the aura Division, um, and Harry is a private eye who goes outside the law, because sometimes he can do things and go places that Aurors can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and, and our victim here is Longbottom. Aww. Aww, Neville.
3: I know. Why is, always ne- Why is Neville always the one
1: dead? Yeah, I know. So, uh, Ron's trying to talk to Harry and tell him that the Aurors are the ones supposed to be taking care of the crimes and that Harry shouldn't go out on his own. But Harry will probably be a one-man vigilante squad here. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. He decides he's going to pay a visit to Mr. Draco the Ferret Malfoy.
1: <laughs> I'm sure that Draco will not appreciate this visit very much. No.
2: And we have a brief stop at um, Harry's office where we discover that Ginny is his secretary,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then he heads over to Malfoy's office where Pansy is his secretary. And storms in and doesn't let Pansy stop him from going to see Malfoy and then, you know, picks him up by his collar and slams him into the wall and all of that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Listen, you miserable sewer, little sewer rat, Neville Longbottom just bought it. And I think you or someone in your organization had something to do with it. Slams his head against the wall just because it feels good. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't have anything to do with it. Honest. Yeah. So we, yeah,
2: we, we end we've... on some threats.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then we shift over to William Gibson, who I did not recognize either. Uh, but oh, it turns but out
1: he's a necromancer.
2: Mm-hmm, uh, William Gibson wrote a lot of speculative fiction in, uh, in sort of the late 1970s, early 80s. And he was into a lot of um, cybernetics and um, cyborgs and things like that. Oh
1: mm-hmm.
2: interesting. Yeah. It says uh widely credited with pioneering the science fiction subgenre known as cyberpunk. Oh so that's where goes. they're kind of going with it this.
3: What? Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk yeah, like steampunk,
0: but for cyber. Okay. All right. Well okay. <laughs> Learn something new today. Although quite how that works I don't know because steampunk if I understand correctly, it assumes that technology never went past steam engines. Yeah.
2: It assumes that we've come up with advanced technologies, but it's still using the Victorian uh, tools and aesthetics. Whereas cyberpunk is basically, you know, everything is microchips and neon.
3: Ah, yeah. I mean, steampunk is a little just more, I don't know, classical, I guess, in a way.
2: Hmm. So this one, like, we discover we discover that Harry had been a um, a Quidditch star, but now can't anymore because he's been fed some strange cyber toxin, yeah, neurotoxin think... that they've cooked up that nobody can figure out how how this worked.
1: Yeah, he gets vertigo, but only when he's on the broom.
0: This was so. ingenious. <laughs>
1: And he, you know, lived to fly, and now he can't. He still has his magic. He has everything, but he cannot fly. So now I he wonder if that's
0: personally. even possible.
1: Anything. possible I mean,
0: if somebody has, magic. who has vertigo, would that be what
3: happens to them? What do you mean? I've had vertigo. I mean, would, would it do that to you if you tried to get on a broom, or would it? You know what? Um, some vertigo, depending on what you have. I have a thing called Meniere's disease. Mm-hmm. And... You do yeah, and oh, uh, I had—I didn't know that. Oh,
1: it's okay. You didn't listen to the old podcasts.
3: No, <laughs> no I mean it's okay. It's okay. Um, what for for my me for my triggers is a lot of caffeine and salt and in okay. a lot of stress. But there are some people who like if they stand up at a certain way. Mm-hmm. it can it can trigger it can trigger the the it can trigger the vertigo mm-hmm. um for me it for a while it just I couldn't I, I couldn't figure out what my triggers were and I don't have it anymore because I I had a nerve section done it they cut the nerves in in my um in my brain so I they do that I won't do that yeah
0: holy cow so then does that because mini airs isn't that where you're hearing
3: mm-hmm. um
0: comes and goes too. Yeah. Well, I mean my hearing is still it's still bad.
3: Mm -hmm. I lost sixty five percent of my hearing in my one ear. So if you so I never played hide and go seek with my son at all. Because Mm or it could be like if he was little, say he was in the kitchen and go, Hey mommy, I'm here I would go some I would go on the opposite side of the house because I can't tell like my depth perception, I can't tell when people are coming or going. Ah. So my cousin she used to live with me um she was like she was my nanny yeah she right. would she would think it was funny when I would misplace the phone or she would hide the phone and let the phone yeah. ring and let me try to find it because yeah. it would be in the kitchen and I would go in the living room to find the trying to find the phone mm kind just- of thing. Yeah. So, but no, like sometimes vertigo, I mean, I mean, at least with meniere's disease, sometimes it, it, it it depends on what your, what your triggers are. I was lucky. I mean, it was, it was bad that I had to get a nerve section done, but like now I still have the tinnitus, which is the ringing of the ears. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And, um, I like, I can't hear, um, very low voices. I have a problem and my depth perception is still bad with that but i don't have the the rate i don't have i don't have the,
0: the vertigo?
3: yeah i don't have the the vertigo i really don't have the vertigo anymore one time i went to a greek festival and not realizing how much salt is in lamb oh no. and i ate it and i it, I didn't have the vertigo so the nurse section worked but my god did i have that oh it was the best food i ever ate in my life but I can't it don't like it doesn't like me. I mean (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I had such a headache I had to pull off the road and call and and call Christian to come and get me to Mm -hmm. to take me to take me home because I could I couldn't
1: see straight. Yeah. So So my guess is that the moving action of the broom sets off his vertigo
3: that would be his trigger yeah and it could just be just like a certain sensation of just lifting off the ground mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. this of uh, the lifting and moving forward it could just be something as goofy as that i know like there's some people who would just who would get vertigo by just bending down into into the laundry mm-hmm. it's wow. just like at a certain angle like even for me now like um when I exercise, I try to do. I've tried to do it like you do and do sit ups at an angle.
0: I can't mm-hmm.
3: do. I can't do it. It. I. I. I want. I want to throw up. Like if I go into the fun house, you know how the fun, You can go in the fun house and like everything's like tilted and stuff. Oh mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, it messes with me like no one's business. Uh, I went in. I went into one with Ulrich and I literally got on my hands and knees and crawled out of there like with my Mm -hmm. eyes shut because I, I thought I was going to throw up. Yeah. Yeah, So it can, it can happen. It it does happen. So I don't go into fun houses now.
1: (laughs) Trisha, I thought of you the other day. Oh no. Have you seen the new (laughs) yoga? Right. So they've got, they've got hot yoga and they've got goat yoga and I've even seen horse yoga. The latest the latest craze is pool yoga. Have you seen that? Yes, I've seen it. I wanna try it so bad. <laughs> I thought of you. I was like, no way in hell. I couldn't even stand up on that thing. But Treasure would love this. Oh, I, I went paddle boarding and I
3: tried it myself and it was so much fun. hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I I've seen I've seen it before and I so wanna do it. It looks like so much
0: fun. Okay. Okay.
1: But anyhow, Harry has tried everything. He spent all of his money trying to find a cure. There is no cure. He even went to the Black Healers in Basin City, California. <laughs> so he goes into the bar and uh, he just has his usual, which is Muggle-made Guinness.
2: Yeah, because Muggle things interact strangely with potions so he won't be dozed again.
1: Mhm. Yeah, that way he can't. Nothing will get him. Yeah.
2: And nobody knows he's Harry Potter, former Quidditch star. He's just green eyes. Uh,
1: Did
0: Harry then just disappear, and everybody's like, "WTF?" Possibly. Yeah,
2: like that. It doesn't say. And then he's some someone's here to hire him, mm-hmm. called Myony Millions. Who on earth could that possibly Jeez. be? Oh, I
1: don't know. <laughs> but she's dressed in a pair of skin tight black leather trousers oh, and a black dragon hide jacket.
0: Mm-hmm. For that matter, how has the Wizarding World not figured this out? <laughs> I mean, we knew they were dumb,
1: but... Because he's in the Muggle World? No, but he's in Nocturne Alley. Yeah,
2: so, yeah, he's just staying away from his usual former haunts. Mm-hmm. But she has apparently tracked him down, and he doesn't recognize her, so maybe he didn't go to school with Hermione in this universe. No. Yeah.
1: But Mione Millian's boss is a potions genius, and he wants Harry to do a job for him. And if he does the job, then he can get the antidote.
2: Yeah. And apparently she can turn at least her hands into cat hands, Mm -hmm. if not the entire thing. And that's that's where it ends. Yep. I've seen that before, where they... In fix where people are trying to learn how to be gi mm-hmm. that they yeah. like change the hands first. Yeah, but
0: well, I thought it had to do with the with the accident in second year.
3: I was thinking the same thing.
2: Yeah, well, could That's be in this universe, it. maybe. Yeah, because it could have been something that stuck. Um, yeah. This and could also be a, a reflection of some specific um, story that. Uh, William Gibson wrote that we just don't True. know
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. I wasn't able to find Particular ones of his That he's most well known for So Could be any number of things Yeah Because it doesn't look like Oh he... it's probably supposed to be A take off on Neuromancer Because the, the title is Necromancer
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense
2: and like the, the uh, last one was my wand is quick. And there's, there's a, my camera one called my gun is quick.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so, you know, He's doing that with all the titles as well.
1: Yeah. So the next one is Harry Potter is written by Gilbert and Sullivan and it's called my eyes are finally open and it's two. My eyes are fully open.
2: Yeah. Which is a really quick patter song which is fun to listen to but I cannot do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Thought
1: And so it's basically
2: uh... it's, it's it's going through the the events in Harry's head when he's thinking about, you know, going into the woods and facing Voldemort and getting killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've set it to this song about how, you know, things don't matter anymore. Yeah, because it really
1: doesn't matter. I will walk into the woods because it really doesn't matter. Yeah. And then Hermione has a has a part where she says, you know, where it talks about how she's bookish and rather nerdy, and when they she tries to help her friends, they say she's rather wordy.
2: Yeah,
1: lots of rhyming going on here. Mm-hmm. And-
2: it's quite well done. It it scans really well to the original song. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there's a. <laughs> I I found, I forget which version of it it was, and the guy who was singing the first part got through his entire verse in one breath, and everybody oh, else God. had to take a breath in the middle.
0: <laughs> wow. But, I don't know, but swimmers learn to do that, so I suppose.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I get to that.
2: Yeah, and it's basically Hermione and Ron acknowledging that they can't stop Harry from going into the woods, but it's all yeah. very cleverly written, and I'm impressed. It is,
1: Yeah. And we move on to chapter nine. Flashman and the Sorcerers or Harry Potter of Cabal. Cabal?
2: This one is more of an actual crossover because apparently this guy wrote a lot of books about Harry Flashman in the early 1900s. And they've sort of somehow brought in, um, and, and he's this guy who is an abject coward, but has... Is good at spinning stories, so he doesn't seem like he's such a coward.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he's a Yes, exactly. He's kind up.
2: of yeah, except he doesn't really want people to think he's good at stuff because he doesn't want to have to go and do stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: oh. His reaction to everything is to hide and run away, uh, but somehow he manages to get himself in situations and still somehow survive. Yeah,
1: and. So he's, this is kind of the story about what's going on. You know, he's sitting in with a bottle of brandy. And uh, so basically, his, would you say wife or girlfriend, Elizabeth? Any any ideas? Elspeth. And Voldemort messed with her. Uh, And so he's out just trying to figure out what to do
0: where does Trelawney come in? Cause I got confused and a little freaked mm-hmm. out.
2: They've apparently wound everything back and are setting the, the people that we knew in the 1800s instead of the 1900s. Cause he's, he is currently in, you know, 1907 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And reflecting on something that happened in 18 something or other.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, uh, and Elspeth is headed off to Scotland. Um, to, you know, be part of a baby shower and stuff. So he's alone in his place, and then uh, a wizard appears in front of him, and he tries to, you know, how dare you, sir, appear in my home like that, and tries to scare him off, basically. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't work, and uh, it's Amadeus Black, Minister for Magic, and they need a hero, apparently. And at some point in the course of whatever they were Dragooning him into, he met with uh, Hermione and Trelawney and thinks Hermione is quite cute but too young for him, but Trelawney is, you know, really more to his taste. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But we don't get to find out what, whatever the adventure is that he winds up going on, just how uh, terrible he feels about having to do it in the first place. Uh, It's a terrible life when you're, you know, six foot four and built really well. And people think you can actually do things and come to you to <laughs> be a hero. And all you really want to do is stay in your room and drink.
1: <laughs> Hide.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I see no problem with that. <laughs> mm. Staying in your room and drinking. We should have had Cassian for the next one.
2: Mm. This is a, a Shakespeare one. It's our, yeah. the last mm-hmm. one for this particular podcast. We're going to do another one next week, yeah. but, um, is this St. Crispin's Day? Basically, he's rewritten St he's rewritten St. Crispin's Day.
0: Oh, that is like my favorite,
1: like oh. Well kind then of, you should be able to address this one.
3: Well, I mean no, I can't. But.
2: <laughs> so it I love like that he move. Draws in a little bit of Richard the Third for Neville's stanza as well.
1: Yeah. Ah.
0: Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, wait, I don't think this quite
1: so, basically, they're, uh, Harry and Neville are in front of Dumbledore's army, and they're addressing their troops. Yeah. So, Harry tells the people that if they don't want to fight, that they can go. And Neville, uh, he's saying that he's not really cut out for this, but he's kind of been forced into this fight, and he's going to, to follow it through to set our people free. And...
2: And Harry tells everybody that, you know, they're supposedly fighting for pure blood cause, but Voldemort's actually a half blood. Mm-hmm. Explains about his mother and the gaunts. Yeah.
0: I wonder how much he told people in canon. Because I think.
1: Oh, I don't certain... think most of the Death Eaters well, knew that he was a half blood.
0: No, I know the Death Eaters didn't. But I mean, like, if Harry had told people in the DA. Well, the, in canon, do people know that Harry, or Harry, Voldemort is descended from Slytherin? I don't know. It never says, like, if he ever really came out. I
3: mean, he, he, they went to a, they went to a muggle graveyard and said, there's my bones of my father.
0: Yeah, but nobody else was there at that point. No. Just Peter. Right. Oh, really? But I mean, okay. yeah, no, but nobody, but they, they, he didn't call everybody until after he had regained his body.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, wouldn't they think of like, hey, look I mean, this is a uh, well. No, they're probably just too busy looking at Voldemort, going, "Oh crap,
0: he's back." Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably. Yeah. But do they sh- do they hole up in the little House for a while? Because if they did, then I'm sh- I would dearly love to have had somebody say, "What the hell are we doing here?" Uh, no, I don't. We think don't they know. Yeah,
2: Peter and Voldemort were there before this. Yeah, we don't know what happens afterwards.
0: Because that would just undermine. I. I I would think that Harry would have wanted to spread that because that would undermine everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen it in a I number of fics because it does make sense.
0: Realize that. Why? And by the time <laughs> really, he
2: was trying to tell people about stuff, realize nobody believed him anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true. I mean, I wish Dippet's portrait could have been like, yeah, he told me he was a half-blood.
2: Yeah. But this is again. This is really well written. It and is. It mm-hmm. Does you know? the dark lord spread his fear both far and wide and yet was foiled by a mere infant child for lo this riddle is but a paltry wretch a weakling fool who never in all his life did face a foe in true and equal fight his followers are the scum of all the earth whom their overcloyed countries have vomited forth to desperate adventures and assured destruction if we must be slaves, let it be to men and not this foul band of bandito scum who could not take down six <laughs> and them not trained when they last and we faced off our wands in the interior of the ministry.
3: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Really good. I could do that.
2: And there, there's a bit of uh, stage direction in there, which I wonder if it's supposed to be italicized or something, caught me off guard the first time, but uh, there are drums and cries of Morse Mordra off stage. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Hark, they come! This day is called the 2nd of May, and May the 2nd shall be well renowned. As long as wizards cast their mighty spells, the wizards in the alleys or Hogsmeade shall curse the fates that they did not stand here, and hold their magic cheap while any speak. They fought with us the 2nd day of May. Yeah. May second. Mm-hmm. It is. It is really well done. I mean, this guy, he did a lot of research and, and he's done He
3: must that. have read a lot of books.
2: He's obviously yeah. either a fan of lots of different kinds of things or has done a lot of research into them. Yeah. These are all, they all blend really quite well with all of the styles that I know anything about. And mm-hmm. the, as far as the. A oh. few things that I've looked up go seem to match the other stuff, too. So.
1: He uh, enjoys the In Death series, which is that series that I really liked, Nora Roberts. Oh. Or J.D. Robb. I'm, I'm assuming that's the one. I could be wrong. I haven't looked to see... Uh... <laughs> yeah, Eve Dallas. I might have to read this.
2: I'm, looks like I'm going to have to find a... Beach Boys karaoke track for next time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So actually, you know, uh, we made this pretty fun. Yeah. For none of us really knowing what was going on, we, I think, we did a pretty good job with this.
3: Thank you, Scott, for doing the research. Yeah. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. I, I had to start the. I had to look stuff up to figure out the Anthony Burgess one, and then I figured. I might as well at least find Wikipedia pages for everybody. So,
1: worked kind
3: out well. Of, yeah, it kind of makes me want to read the other stories. No, because I kind of feel like I'm really slow on my reading now. Mm-hmm. Maybe less fan fiction and more real books. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: um, never. Fan fiction. It's the only way to go. No, nay, never.
3: No, man, never. No more. I just went to see the Floggin' Molly's. Oh, yeah? I haven't listened to them in ages. I saw them, and I saw um, Dropkick Murphy too. That's where I was last week, last Monday. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I knew that you had gone to a concert, so we didn't even... I didn't even tell you about the author interview, because you told me you couldn't do it. Yeah. And it was the better day for her, so we just went with it. Oh, that's fine. I didn't.
2: <laughs> He's apparently written an entire... 19 chapter story crossing that uh, Harry Flashman with Game of Thrones.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, he's got a pretty um, varied, a lot of varied taste. He he says, "Well, what can I say? I'm a single guy older than I'd like to admit."
3: (laughs) But yeah, I never watched Game of Thrones, so I have no. So I wouldn't be very good.
2: No, me neither. No, Although I have at least read the first mine. four books. but
3: I didn't read the books and didn't even watch the...
2: Yeah, Having read the books, I didn't really want to watch the series because my imagination is enough. I don't actually want to see it.
3: Um, because you mm-hmm. already, you know how it is with Harry Potter. The movie's kind of... You, you sit there and you argue with... I sit there and yell at the screen even, to, mm-hmm. even though I know what's going on and I'm no, that's not what happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I watch Game of Thrones for the pretty, pretty people.
3: Oh, well, I can understand that. Hmm.
2: Sometime I might give it a try. I don't know, but there's just so many other things to watch anyway. Yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was. Wa- uh, I heard like um, the cursed child won a whole bunch of Tonys and stuff like that, and I'm like, bad fan fiction just got Tonys. <laughs> I know.
1: I was so sad, but I think that the this I, I agree that the story has a lot to be desired, but yeah. I think that the play and the performance um, mm-hmm.
2: It sounds like the effects that they the, describe yeah. happening yeah. at least would be yeah. really cool to watch. Yeah, so it,
1: I've been yeah. listening to MuggleCast a lot lately, and they were all really down on it, and they all went to see it, and they came back going, okay, I understand now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, only one had seen it before, and the other two hadn't, and so they kind of all went together. and Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I get it.
3: Yeah, my friend says it was like it's a great production, and mm-hmm. it, yeah, like I said, I mean, I think as us were like, oh my god, it was just bad fan fiction. It was we had more problems of the storyline than anything else, and I bet you that I mean I can imagine some of the productions. Of it w- would be fantastic, like some of the, the visual of it would mm-hmm. be fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's just the storyline that really gets to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but yeah,
2: actually, one of the um, uh, what is it, Fa- favorite authors from Realmer has written, rewritten a version of Cursed Child without time travel and things.
0: Oh my god, where. <laughs> Hold
2: on. One of Realmer's is his pay- Oh wait, I'm looking at the wrong one. Okay, it's um, um Heidi Bug 70- seventy seven thirty one has written a number of different things apparently, but one of them is this. It's first okay. channel redrafted.
1: Hmm.
3: The only thing that's good is Snape, com- th- Snape comes back, and you're like, he's alive. Oh, he's dead.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we should probably I'm- wrap this up. Oh, go ahead. Never mind. No? Never mind. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to read the in-depth one here.
2: But yes, this was a, a, it's an interesting endeavor to try and do so many different styles of thing, And so far, they all seem to come off relatively well, although obviously they work better if you yourself are familiar with whatever it is he's referencing.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's very ambitious and is a very interesting way of looking at and uh, looking at different sc- uh, scenarios and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, it was just me the feeling of like, I really yeah. don't know, I don't know what this genre, like what this genre is. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, I mean, it's interesting. It's, uh, I like hearing it. I like, I mean, getting a little bit more in depth. Maybe when I read the rest of them, maybe I'll do what Scott did. Probably not, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being well, uh, honest here. I'm not. I do think it. that
1: that the way to read this would have been to sort of pick and choose the ones that you were familiar with,
2: yeah. I might have done that.
1: Read the whole thing, yeah. But for the podcast, that didn't really make sense.
2: And so that's what I did, you know, a few years ago when it came up as I look at, oh, I know Gilbert and Sullivan. Let's look at that. one. That's
0: probably what I <laughs> yeah. did. I don't, I just don't remember. Yeah.
2: But he obviously has wide and varied tastes and it's, it's mm-hmm. interesting to see how many different kinds of things. Yeah. We'll have to see how the back 10 are next time. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. At least I recognized a few more things. You know. Right. I might be a little bit more help, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, yes.
2: if any of these things piqued your interest, uh, absolutely go take a look. We obviously skimmed over a lot and didn't really bring across all the styles that he was doing because we were trying to summarize the story bits. Mm-hmm. So, you know, go and actually read them. It's interesting to see.
1: Yeah, very much so. Um, I
2: Unless anybody else has any comments, I think that's probably it for this week.
1: Yeah. You want to take us out, Scott?
2: Sure. Hopefully you've enjoyed our coverage of this one and come back next week to see the rest of the styles or go and check them all out yourself on... It's fanfiction.net under TechNomad, and we will have the links to everything in the show notes. Uh, You can find those show notes on our forum at potterficforum.com or on potterficweekly.com. You can come and talk to us sometimes on the forum, more often on Facebook slash P-O-U-F-W-A. And you can find our podcast wherever you found this one, whenever the next one comes out. (laughs) There you
0: go. Please come talk on our forums.
1: Please. They're very dead.
2: We try every now and then.
1: Yeah, Scott sure. dropped by the other day. Um, there's been a couple of people that Nikki. I think I saw Nikki the other day. Yep, yeah, she got her nursing assignment. Yeah, she did. That was kind of exciting. Yeah. So people still drop in.
2: hmm And it it's a neat experience these days because forums aren't the usual thing anymore. So it's kind of a blast from the past almost. But it yeah. it's still you know it's a good way to. Consolidate various topics in one place. Well, I guess that's enough from us. So, uh, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, everybody.
3: Bye. Bye. Oh, I um, I got a phone call and I was off for like five minutes, and I couldn't get I couldn't get back on. So
2: hold on to the wonder that those books brought to our lives
0: keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.